Left off. We left off the middle of discussion, very bottom of Kuftazayin and Beis, um, about the hafshata, the skinning of the Pesach on a day, on a year when Shabbos falls out, when Pesach, excuse me, falls out on Motzai Shabbos. So you're limited necessarily because it's Shabbos in terms of what you can do with your carbon Pesach. So, the Gemara had been trying to bring a proof from our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says that you're allowed to move um, the, the case or the bag that a Sefer Torah is in, the Tonar, in. Um, even if there's some money sitting in there in order to save the safer tire. So similarly, says the Gemara, similarly, um, uh, similarly, you should be allowed to complete the skinning of the carbon Pesach, right there. But on hold, you're allowed to complete the skinning of the carbon Pesach, while Rabbi Shmuel, when I shall says that you're not allowed to complete the skinning and you have to stop at the breast. So says the Gemara, it's not comparable really. Over here, um, um, over here, the primary concern is a tiltal. It's tiltal moksa. Um, but uh, over there, the concern is malacha. That's an actual malacha skinning. It's not quite really. It's not really comparable. So Ravashi explained that there's really two machlekes and going on. There's really two debates um, when it comes to the carbon pesach. They're arguing about the tiltal. They're arguing about the moving of Bishmal holds. You're not allowed to move the carbon pesach, right? Once you uh, once you do the height, once you uh, complete the, once you remove the emurim, the limbs and fats that are being burned, so you can't even move it michamul itself because this uh, hide is not allowed to be moved. Um. Um. So that's a, fu- a function of the machlekes there as well, besides the actual skinning. So they're saying, and the chacham are saying to him, at least from the total angle, you should concede that there's a good proof, there's a good raya from the safer tire. There's a good raya from the safer tire. Okay. So that's really where we left off. So I'm just going to reread the last line of Chavta Zayin. So they were saying to him, "Im matzilin tika sefer, ma sefer leinatal to or agav basa." 
if we're going to move to the tik ha sefer em ha sefer, the bag of the sefer with the sefer, we certainly shouldn't move. Uh, so we certainly, if we're going to do that, then we should, certainly should move the right line. Should we not move the skin? Um, I got basa because of the flesh which is attached to it. it says the Gemara, Midami, is this really comparable? It's a big difference. Over there, um, there's a Yerobasis Ladover Hamote. Over here, Yerobasis Ladover Asa. Right? What's a bus? Is a bus is something that is uh, carrying or supporting um, uh, something else. Now, if it's a bus, the davar if it's what what if what it's supporting is a davar right? So, for example, in the case of a tick, a container, a bag with a safer in it, it's a bus, the davar So that's something that's easy to permit. Uh, it's moving. Over here, right over here means in the case of the carbon, the um, the bus or the flesh is mukta. This is what they were saying. You can move the bag for the safer with the safer, even if there's money in it, right? So, right? The money, of course, is mukta. And nonetheless, you see that you're allowed to carry it, right? So, so too, you should be allowed to carry the skin because of the flesh that's in it. Says the Gemara, me dummy. Um, over there, you have something which is a bus and a bus there are two factors. There are two factors, right? It's not. It's not black and white. It's not black and white. However, hacha kuli nasibasul davar asa over there. Uh, uh, in the case of the garden pesach, there's nothing but davar asa. There's no davar hamutter in the skin. Ella hachi kamila. This is what they said them. In a vein tik sheish b'teichin mois may alma lahatzal b'steifer teir. If we bring a uh, a bag which has money in it from uh, the world at large, right? In other words, if you're allowed to go, now this is something new. Didn't necessarily understand this in the mission. You can go and grab some other bag from in your house with money in it and put the safer tire in there. So, so too, you should be able to move the, the leather, the skin, um, which contains the meat. So I have to make Kiddush. Who says that that's true? Says the Gemara, the Hegel for me now, where do you get this idea from itself? If what you're telling me is that from the fact that if there is money in the bag that is already dedicated for the Sefer Torah, the Sefer Torah is already in, we don't force you to remove the money. Mitami, is it comparable? Um, I'm sorry. So, uh, so you see now, I skipped three words. You see now, I see, and therefore that means you're allowed to bring a bag with money in it already. Mitami, is it really comparable? Over there, the reason that you don't have to remove the bag of the Sefer Torah in order to remove the coins is that the, in, in the meantime, in the time you lose, 
you could potentially, the same with Eric, potentially get burned. But the if anyway you're going to get a bag from across the house, so you should empty out all the coins. Like, well, it doesn't even make sense. Dump out the coins as you go. So, says my Bravashi, really, we should understand the exchange between the Chachamim and Rabbi Shmuel, the way we understood it at the very beginning. That's very confusing because right away, we asked the way we said at the beginning that uh, you're comparing tiltal to malacha. You're comparing carrying uh, mukta, moving mukta, excuse me, um, to uh, to an actual malacha, like skinning an animal. So it's the Gemara, the Kakashal Chacha Tiltal Acha Malacha, in regards to that question, he doesn't need the skin. It's a malacha shein tzich lekufa. He doesn't need the hide. Says That's very nice, but it's a No matter what, when you cut off a skin, you're removing the hide. You can't, you can't change that. It's inherent in the malach. He's removing it, pushing it in strips. He's totally destroying the hide as he takes it off, which is a strong enough shino. It indicates very, very clearly that he has no interest in the hide. That works. Okay. Lahecha Matzilanaisa. Says the Gemara, you're supposed to move the Sefer Terran to a Mavish Einim of Fulish. Says the Gemara, Lahecha Matzilanaisa, Hechi Daim of Fulish, right? And we said that Ben Beseira says you could bring even to a Mavish Einim of Fulish, even to a Mavish which is open. So what, is, what are these distinctions? Hechi Daim of Fulish, Hechi Daim of Fulish. What do these words mean? Says the Gemara, Amr of Chista Shalish Mechitzes Veshnei Lachin Zehu Mavishenu When you have uh, uh, um, three walls with uh, with two posts, that's an example of a Mavishenu Mechitzes, right? It's almost totally closed in. The two posts are like a kind of a standard for a wall, um, and the three walls are three walls. That's a very very well um, walled, it's a very uh, not open alley. Um, that's my question. Now, just remove one of those poles, that's already that's considered open. There's a both of these, um, both the, the Rabbanon and are according to a Belazid, right? How do you make Hechsher Mavli? How do you seal up an alley? Beishamai says a Lechi and a Kaira, a pole and a beam, right? We're going to get into this obviously a lot more in Erevin, not going to dwell on it too much now. This is one or the other. Belazid says you need two poles. Okay. You're gonna tell me that a, a, an alleyway that has three beautiful walls and just one pole, right? Because it doesn't have two poles, so it's open to Rosh and That's a little extreme. Boy, the Rabbanon, two lechis and three walls. So that's a that's a that's like an, a regular chutzur with an eruv. You could empty all your, you. Could, why do you have to stop at Sefer you could put your, your cheese and crackers out there as well. Nothing should stop you. Says the Gemara, according to Rabbanon, according to Rabbanon, 
This whole discussion takes place in the world of Rabbi Yehuda. Tanya, yes, okay, no, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, somebody who has two houses on two sides of Rosh Hashanah, he can make a lechi on one side and a lechi on another, right? A pole on each side, or a beam on each side. And um, that's his uh, that's his a I can carry him with told, we don't make such an error. Okay, but that's the principle under which the Tanakam and Rebidim Sarah work. Says the Gemara, even according to you, Rabbi criticizes. Rabbi says, think about it, Rabbi. He says, according to Yehuda, the first scenario that you described qualifies as an error. So again, why can't they? Why can't the fellow start saving the contents of his pantry? Where does he have to stop at a safer tariff? Hello, I'm Rabbi Ashi. Shalish Meriz Lachiyachad. Zem Avishayim Mefolish. A mavi which is not um, open can be described as having three mechitzas and one pole. Um, if you just have three walls without even a lechi, without even a pole, that's called a closed, uh, an open, excuse me, alley. That's no good. Right, even a lezer who holds you need poles, that's only when it comes to food and drink. This is the whole thing. Even a lezer concedes. Right. In other words, having two lechis, that's to make it a truly a movishenim a foolish. That's like mamish achatza moreves. It's totally usable. It's like you put up a chat, an air. Um, I mean, it is an air. Really, an air. But, um, however, um, uh, when there's only one lechi, even Rabbi concedes that you can save a safer tera into that movishenim a foolish. Okay. You can save what is necessary for three meals, right? If you're feeding an, a man, you need to put aside enough food for a human being, right? If you're feeding an animal, you need to put aside enough food for an animal, so, right? So you have to kind of measure things out in this fire situation. The fire breaks out on Friday night, okay? So you got three meals to go. You save the food for three meals. Bishachris, um, if it falls out in the morning, Matzilin Mazin Beis do this, right? If the fire comes in the morning, so then there's only two meals left. And finally, Bimincha, if it happens in the afternoon, Mazin Sudachas, you only need food for one meal. says, no, there's a permanent permission throughout Shabbos to save three meals worth of food. Okay. Says the Gemara. Mechti beteru katara, right? Beteru katara, not so tight. So the more is interesting. Um, it, it, it's odd because a moment ago we were talking about uh, a a mava shenim a foolish um, without an air, right? Without an air necessarily, without an air. But now we're describing saving food. So if we're describing saving food, 
it's l'chayra. The l'chayra. The case is a a chater amurevus, a place that actually has an eruv. Mar says, "What do you mean? There's a, there's an eruv, right? Not so tzay. Let him save his whole pantry. Why does he have to pick out such a such pre uh, predetermined amount?" Says the Gemara, "Amarav mikdash shalom bahul amamoyna." Because a person is uh, is, uh, is panicking over his the loss of his property, if you permit him, there has to be some check. There has to be some uh, barrier on what he can do. Because if not, he's going to come to extinguish fires. has a barrel of wine on his roof and a bright. So he can pull out Kalim and put them underneath, right? let's say at the edge of the roof. Um, he can put. He can let them receive the wine. He can bring another kli and catch the falling wine. Or he can't. The yitzar needs to take the kli and bring it up to the very edge of the roof and like hold it there so that the wine uh, pours in. What gazer is over there? You're not going to extinguish anything. In your panic to catch all the wine, if we permit you to 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 save indefinite amounts of wine, so you're going to run around finding every clee you can get your hands on. You're likely to run and carry a clee through shesrab. Okay. If a barrel broke on the roof, maybe now, so I'm sitting in my house, and there's wine cascading down from the roof, and I'm not allowed to save it. Oh, and then you show up. You came to join me. You came to have a, you came to have a, a coffee and cake. So I say, it's good you're here, because this permits me to save more wine. Right? Maybe I'm allowed to come and save more wine according to the need of the new guest. Um, now, right? Don't, 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 don't abuse the system. You can't say I'm going to catch some more wine now because then I'm going to go invite guests. What happens is, if you invite guests and you say, "Oh, now I need more wine," you can go catch more wine. So, vein marim and there's no playing stick, right? You can't, uh, you can't invite fake guests. You, you have to invite only real guests. You can't like invite all your friends because you have a leak. Says the Gemara, you're allowed to pull shtick, you're allowed to invite the fake guests. So, perhaps they're arguing in one, a certain machlegis of Blazer and Bishua. Let's say it's Yamtiv and the an animal and its child, its offspring, fall into a pit. Now, you're not allowed to shecht, right? You're not allowed to shecht the father, the mother, and the, and the child on the same day. Right, so how can you save the animals when you're only allowed to shaft one of them? How can you help the animals? Says the Gemara, you have to pull up the first one, with the intent to slaughter it. The other one, you got to send it down food. You're not allowed to pull it out because you already have an animal up top to shaft, and you're not allowed to shaft both of them because it's the best benign. Right? Well, that's Allah. You're not allowed to shaft the mother and the child in the same day. So you gotta send it down food till after Yantus. Rishul Shalayama so that it should not die. Rishul, I mean, Malin as Harishain Amanas Shaykhatai, the Ainus Shaykhatai. You pull up the first one, right? Uh, saying, oh, I'm gonna shake it something. You say, oh, you know what? It's not big enough, or it's not the greatest meat, right? Umaru Mal Sashani. And then you can say, okay, now I'm gonna try to pull up the second one. And then you have your choice again which one you wanna start. 
right? So it's a harama, it's a trick. Says the Lord, I don't know if it's really comparable. Me might. Dilma kind of like on Rebbe Lezer. Hashem after Parnosa, Rebbe only was strict over there and said, you're not allowed to do harama because it's possible to lower down food. Right? You can avoid it. So if you can, if you can't avoid it, then if you if if you can avoid it, then you should then you should avoid it. Over here, you can't avoid it. You have there's there's no other option, right? You're definitely gonna lose that wine. So maybe he would have permitted the haram. Yeah, kind of like So maybe Bishul was only makil. He only permitted the haram of the trick over there. Because there's distress to the animal. Distress to the animal. There's extra reason to permit the haram. Over here. There's no tzar bali chayim, right? There's no animal that's getting hurt. So therefore, maybe um, there's nothing to talk about. Okay. Tanabon, hitil pas nekia, ein matil pas hadra. Pas hadra, matil pas nekia. Right? So if I already saved uh, in the fire, not I, if somebody already saved in the fire uh, good quality bread, so you can't go and save pas hadro, which is what we usually call pas kibri. You can't go and save low quality bread. However, if you save some low quality bread, all right, pas hadro, matzel pas nakia, you are allowed to say, oh, I need better bread and go get the better bread. You can, a person can, can uh, uh, save on Yom Kippur for Shabbos, right? But not on, Yom, on Shabbos for Yom Kippur. And he certainly can't save on Shabbos for Yom Tiv, and not even from one Shabbos to the next, right? Why is all this true? Because um, from Shabbos to Yom Kippurim, um, you're right. You're not eating on Yom Kippur, so there's no excuse to save food for Yom Kippur. Um, so uh, you know, there's no excuse to save food for Yom Kippur, given that you don't need food for Yom Kippur. Right, you keep her by night. You work out some food. You go knock at the neighbor and say, "Excuse me, if you don't mind, our house burned down." Some of the help you out. So, not you, Chassidshon. None of this should know from houses burning down. Um, okay, right. So two Shabbos, the Yomtiv, Yomtiv. You can cook. There's no reason you should be uh, saving food from Shabbos to Yomtiv, and uh, one Shabbos to the next. You have a whole weekend. Or a person forgot bread that was baking in the oven. The bread's not even ready yet. Um, and all of a sudden, right, Friday night comes, Shabbos comes. So you have bread baking in the oven, and you never took it out, and it's Shabbos. And then a fire breaks out. You can save from the bread in the oven, you can save the food of three meals. And you can even tell friends, Rabbi Sai, there's bread baking in the oven, right? If you need uh, if you need bread, you can help yourself to the bread. Um, you can do that. Now, when you're removing the bread from the sides of the oven, so if you've ever seen, um, you can see actually a fairly detailed description in a nice cookbook called Sababa. You can see a nice description which is very true to a lot of the cases we talk about in the Gemara with beautiful illustrations. Um, uh, you can see how this bread is handled, but if you ever go to a real traditional Sephardi place in Yerushalayim, you'll see how they bake the bread Middle Eastern style. You have a big burning, burning hot oven and they make these flatbreads and they stick it to the side of the oven. So to remove it, you need, there's a little tool you have to remove it. 
um, so it doesn't, you know, uh, get ruined on the way out. So you're not supposed to use a mirada. Lo yirada mirada. Don't use that tool. El besak, and you grab whatever knife, right? You grab a knife and you remove it from the side of the oven. Says the Gemara, any not true? But tell him the bear be shmoyal. Lo yitasu kol malacha. Yotzat ki es shayfer diyes a pas she chachmi in malacha. They say bear be shmoyal. The pasuk says lo yitasu kol malacha. You're not allowed to do any malacha, right? So that excludes the ki es shayfer and diyes a pas. Uh, blowing the shayfer and the removal of bread from the side of the oven, that's not a malacha, that's a chachma, that's a skill. So it's only a shvus, it's only, permi- it's only forbidden me the rabban in the first place, so there's no need to introduce a shinui. Right, the way, the purpose of shinui is to make things into the rabban essentially. You don't need to do that here because it's a shvus. says the Gemara, that's very nice, but ultimately, uh, to the extent it's possible to make a shinui, we always try to make a shinui. Okay. A person should always get up early for uh, Shabbos needs. The Pasuk says, um, in reference to the Mon, that on the, on the sixth day they would prepare that which they had brought, right? They would gather the Mon first thing in the morning, and then promptly they would prepare it for Shabbos. Amr of Abba. And Shabbos, a person is supposed to uh, wash, he's supposed to make a bracha on two kikaris, two loaves. It says in reference to the uh, man that there was a lecha mishneh, there was a double portion. That's a familiar halacha. I said the Rav Kahana would take two, right? He would take two loaves of bread, but he would only cut one. Omar right? He would say they gathered, right? And those they gathered the double portion. We don't know if they ate the double portion, just when they had a double portion. We have to have it, we don't have to eat it. We don't have to eat two loaves of bread. Rebzeira have a butza kula shehusek. Um Rebzeira would uh, would break off from the challah a very large piece, and he would munch on that same uh, piece of bread throughout the meal. So Amalaya Vinla Rabashi Vamasika Sanusa Rabbi said it looks very uncouth. He's sitting with a huge hunk of bread in his hand. It looks totally inappropriate. Because some, this is something he does only on Shabbos, it's evident that he's doing it um, in order to show how much food he has for Shabbos. He's doing it to honor the Shabbos. Right? During the week, he never does such a thing so that no, we don't suspect him of being a glutton. They would get their hands on the Eruv loaf. They would make a point of using it. They would make a brach on it. So, Amri Hail the Sabbath Bacha, the Mitzvah Sabbath Mitzvah Right, once we did one Mitzvah with it, we should do another one. Okay. We should start the next Gemara. Kate's Nafud Leika. Right, that's the continuation of the Mishnah. says, How many Siddhas does a person have to eat on Shabbat? Shalosh, three. Mikra Echadarshan. Riachan comments on this machlekas. He says the machlekas between three and four sudas actually comes from the same pasa. Moshe said, eat it today. Ki Shabbos Hayyim. For Shabbos is today. Shabbos Hayyim Hashem. Hayyim, excuse me. Ki Shabbos Hayyim Hashem. Hayyim Loitim Tzei Besad. Right? So Moshe says the words Hayyim three times. Right? Eat it today because today is Shabbos. Right? You're not going to find any more man during the week. Now on Shabbos itself, excuse me. Right? So he says the word Hayyim three times. 
Eretzim, where you assume that the word Hayyim is coming to teach us, have a meal, right? Eat a meal today. It says three times, besides the nighttime, right? Besides the nighttime. I'm going to say three times, including the nighttime. Okay, we're kind of in the middle of the discussion here. We'll pick it up as a Shem tomorrow.